millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hey, everyone. Great to be live again today. We are highlighting the strange circumstances in the death of Philip Haney, a retired DHF staffer who uh, exposed corruption within the Department of Homeland Security in a book. He was reportedly working on the sequel to that book with perhaps even more damning evidence when he was shot to death. After the FBI got involved, it was ruled a suicide after FBI took over his, his thumb drive with sensitive information. So why were federal agents investigating the death of a man who was about to expose a federal agency? Um, that that's a question uh, I've covered a lot of crime cases and it's not very often that FBI gets involved in a suicide investigation. Suicide investigations are usually pretty boring. So anyway, I'm going to bring on Philip Haney's, uh, co-author uh, for his first book and uh, Art Moore knows Philip Haney quite well and we are going to discuss a few more details on what we know about this case before I do shout out to the sponsor of my coverage uh, support the second.com Ukraine has just adopted their own version of the second amendment but Is it too late? Ukraine had strict gun control laws for decades, but the Ukraine government decriminalized gun ownership for self-defense because of the invading forces of Russia. This highlights how necessary gun rights really are for self-defense. This is why I highly recommend the gold Second Amendment coin as a way to support uh, show support for the constitutional rights that we do have. I love this coin so much that I've gifted it to others. One side has an engraving of a skull, two revolvers, and the word Second Amendment is my gun permit. And then the other side is a bald eagle with the word Second Amendment, United States Constitution, in God we trust. If you want to show your support for the Second Amendment, you'll love the gold Second Amendment coin. Get your gold Second Amendment coin for free for the next 24 hours. Just go to the link down in my description, supportthesecond.com. Uh, click that link. And with that being said, I am thrilled to bring on Art Moore. Hi, Art. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Thanks, Ivory. Thank you so much for coming on. I know that y- you and I spoke on the phone yesterday about Philip Haney's case, and uh, it was February of 2020 that he was found shot to death. Um, it wasn't till last month that uh, the sheriff's office there in California where he died came to a conclusion that it, that it really was suicide. So it's like, why did this take so long? Um, tell me your thoughts on this whole case. Well, first of all, I, I want to honor Philip and what he did for our country. And I think regardless of what happened, I, I think that needs to be the emphasis. This is a guy who was there at the beginning of DHS after 9-11 and he uh, it would take a while to go into his whole story, but he, uh, through a, a very unusual path, came to become an Islam subject matter expert at DHS. And he was at the center of so many uh, of the, the big cases that had to do with the nexus of Islam and terrorism. And uh, some of those were uh, the Boston Marathon case. Uh, there was also the Orlando San Bernardino case that his investigations had uh, a link to. And uh, the, the short of the story really is that this is a guy who came in to serve his country. His main objective 
was to make sure that America stays safe, according to and, and, and to do it in a way that uh, aligns with the Constitution. And uh, what happened simply was uh, in the context of any discussion of Islam, any relationship of Islam to terrorism, that increasingly was uh, banned by our, our government, beginning with the Bush administration, but it, it really ramped up in the Obama administration. And, and it came to this place where Philip was simply following the trail of evidence uh, where it led, and it led to figures that, uh, strangely enough, the U.S. was protecting uh, Many of them foreign Islamic uh, leaders engaged, uh, connected with with radical Islamic terrorist movements, uh, connected to the Muslim Brotherhood, connected to Hamas. And uh, there's so much to it. But but basically, Philip, on nine different occasions, was investigated by his own government for simply and exonerated every time, by the way, but for simply doing uh, what what he was asked to do, what the American people asked him to do. And uh, I think people have a general sense of uh, what our government, um, how our government views um, Islam and the relationship that it has to terrorism. And, and I always want to be clear, uh, I'm not, we're not indicting uh, the billions of Muslims around the world. We're, we're talking about people who, uh, have a very clear connection to uh, Islamic supremacism. And, and, it, and it's really, in the end, it's not a, all about terrorism. It's, it's mostly about uh, the movements in the world that, including the Muslim Brotherhood, their stated goal is to make the whole world uh, put it under Islamic law, under Sharia. Uh, I know there's a lot there, but, but I, I, I really... Uh, when I, when I talk about Philip, I want to begin with, this was a courageous uh, man who uh, did everything that was asked of him and was punished for it. And I think we saw some of those um, those characteristics arise when it comes to how the government treats people like him in the investigation of his death. So you co-authored his first book, uh, See Something, Say Nothing, A Homeland Security Officer Exposes the Government's Submission to Jihad. This was his first big incident of whistleblowing about corruption within uh, uh, DHS. And he had told the Washington Times that he was working on his second book exposing this. Um, Notes from his camper where he lived when he died. He, it looked like he had written notes about having videos he was going to release. And, um, but I highlighted part of, of this because it talks about his background and exposing all this. As soon as he retired in 2015, then he released this book at, at, in 2016. Uh, and it says here when, Recently retired DHS frontline officer and intelligence expert Philip Haney bravely tried to say something about the people and organizations that threatened the nation. His intelligence information was eliminated and he was investigated by the very agency assigned to protect the country. The national campaign by the DHS to raise public awareness of terrorism and terrorism related crime known as if you see something, say something effectively have become, if you see something, say nothing. In See Something, Say Nothing, Haney, a charter member of DHS, was previous, uh, with previous experience in the Middle East, 
and co-author Art Moore, that's you, exposed just how deeply the submission, denial, and deception. Ron Haley, uh, Haney, his insider eyewitness account supported by internal memos and documents exposes a federal government uh, capitulating to an enemy within and punishing those who reject its narrative. Now, he... He disclosed corruption within the Bush and Obama administrations. Apparently, yeah, he was he was commanded by the Obama administration to delete uh, files on terrorists. And when he wouldn't, apparently the the agency did delete those things themselves, including the related to the San Bernardino mass shooter had those files remained intact, the mass shooter could have been caught before he killed people. Same with the Boston uh, bombing. That's pretty stunning. It is, yeah, and there's a whole lot more. But what's interesting, at the time all of this was happening, uh, I don't think that term, the deep state, was necessarily uh, common. It is now, and I think people understand that uh, you know, beneath the elected officials are, is this uh, infrastructure of people who, who don't necessarily share the values of the American people. And they're willing to cave into uh, some of these groups that in the name of civil rights are actually undermining security. And one example is the Council on American Islamic Relations. It has an office in Washington, D.C., not far from the White House. And this is a group that was founded by members of Hamas. That is the Palestinian wing of the Muslim Brotherhood. And, uh, and I, I've, I've talked to one of their founders who is on record having stated uh, to a group of Muslims, he thought this was pretty much off the record, but he said, hey, you know, our, our reason for being here in America is not to assimilate. It's basically to advance the cause of uh, putting the whole world under Islamic law, including America. And uh, long story short, uh, it is pretty clear that he did say that he denies it, but uh, there's, there's no doubt that he did. And these are the kind of people who are influencing American policy. People care, for example, was given a VIP behind the scenes tour of security at O'Hare international airport. That's just one example. Hmm. Care being, you guys know what care is, right? What does it stand for again? It's, it's, the yeah, it's the Council on American Islamic Relations. And it's a group that it, it was a spinoff of, of this group that formed, uh, it was formed by Palestinian, uh, Hamas leaders here in the U.S. So here we have Hamas Islamic leaders given a behind the scenes tour of, of one of America's biggest airports. Why are, why are we Americans doing that? <laughs> um, okay. So this article here, um, it, it quotes, uh, representatives King and Louis Gohmert who were friends of Philip Haney and they felt that he had been murdered. This was not suicide, uh, based on, uh, that evidence that he carried around. Now, he carried, he, he had a thumb drive with some serious evidence on it. Um, it says here, Gomer and King said Haney carried a thumb drive containing sensitive documents. This thumb drive is curiously missing, the Washington Times reported. Now, when I, uh, reviewed what the sheriff's office there in Amador County, just outside of Sacramento, that's where he died. So that sheriff's office became, uh, the agency in charge of investigating this death. 
um, it, it showed, according to them, they did turn over that thumb drive to the FBI a quite a, quite a while after he had died. So it appears from this report, which was weeks after he died, that perhaps the thumb drive went missing for a time. Then it was in the hands of the FBI. But if it's just, there's, I mean, it's not a mystery as to why people's eyebrows are raised about his case because he was about to do a second big expose on corruption within the executive branch of government. And here, who, who on earth goes and investigates his case and takes over the evidence? The executive branch of our government. Um, one of the, you know, the same branch that he was exposing, um, get, becomes in charge of his evidence. So my big question was, though, why, why would the FBI investigate a suicide? Because if this was, if this was an obvious suicide, which sheriff's office is acting like it was, right? There was a suicide note on the dashboard of his car. So this would, he, he died at a, in the parking lot of a park and ride. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, Philip Haney had parked his vehicle about three miles from the camper where he lived uh, at a park and ride near a freeway. And he sat in a lawn chair next to his vehicle and shot himself in the chest and then slumped and fell out of the lawn chair. And that's how that's the position he was in when he was found. And um, suicide note on the dash of his vehicle. Um, I have covered many, many shootings and the FBI doesn't get involved in suicides. So um, you knew him and did, did he seem suicidal to you? No, I, I think it's pretty clear that uh, almost everyone who knew him, uh, family members and acquaintances, uh, friends, uh, saw him as a, a fearless uh, warrior who easily could have given up. I think most most people, 99.9% of people, would have given up uh, after the mm-hmm. first attack by the government. Uh, he was fearless, intrepid. Uh, now, as to what happened, um, I, I think, uh, well, let's let's just go back to the sequence of events. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a Friday, February 21st, 2020. And his body is found, and the first um, uh, report from, and, and they don't call this an official report, but their first indication, and they probably shouldn't have you know, even made that public, but was that it was uh, suicide. And immediately, uh, and, and the context, this is Amador County. It's a, it's a rural county south of Sacramento. And... Immediately, people who knew him, and he knew many people um, from the top of the government to countless people in the grassroots. He, he went back and forth across the country uh, giving talks at all kinds of different groups. And he, by the way, he paid as much attention to uh, a person standing in line to talk to him as he did to a congressperson. And anyway, so at that time, uh, his body is found, and all these people call in, including myself, and say, uh, you need to understand who this guy was. And so I think the the sheriff's office there was uh, caught off guard, and uh, they uh, then 
backtracked and said, no, we're, we're investigating now. We're not coming to any conclusion. And the FBI got involved, I think, because of, of, of who he was. And um, they eventually found that he did have information with him. And they are investigating right now whether or not he was supposed to have that information, which is very similar to a lot of the investigations that took place when he was at DHS, where they later found out that, you know, yeah, he was authorized. But in, in any case, um, it kept getting dragged on. We were supposed to uh, sometime in the summer of 2020 find out what happened. And they, they, the sheriff's office kept saying, well, we're waiting for the FBI to come back with this or that. And it, it eventually took more than two years. But, uh, you know, I go ahead. Yeah, I hear I hear I have the uh, local paper article here. Investigation to murder of Philip Haney still on hold. So that that was August 2021. They were calling it a murder. Um, but, yeah, it was just last month that the FBI finally came back. It's like, no, it, it's a suicide. Well, I that that that's a headline that I don't know who published that story, but um, the county never, uh, I mean, the thing is, you, de facto, uh, in law enforcement, you uh, assume murder in, in any kind of uh, investigation that, that may turn out to be suicide. I mean, that's, that's, that's the premise that they start with to make sure that it wasn't that. And if it was, then it was. But uh, I, I don't know about that headline um, uh, because they, you know, would constantly tell us um, it's under investigation. We're reserving judgment, but their initial, in, you know, report was suicide, and that's what they came up with. But uh, the, the thing about it, regardless of of you know what actually happened, is that uh, it's clear that, that that it wasn't thoroughly investigated, at least in terms of what happened. I mean, they 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 poured through all of the information very carefully that that they had uh, from him. But I know for a fact that the people close to closest to him uh, were not uh, interviewed at all by the county or by the FBI, which seems to me curious if, if you're trying to uh, establish what was the state of mind of this person uh, before he died, uh, you would want to talk to the people who were with him in the days before that. And I know who those people were and they were easily, uh, well, they, they actually even came into the office there. They were easily uh, accessible. Well, so the, sheriff's, that, that raises, office, yeah. the sheriff's office did say that they talked to his next-door neighbor in the trailer park. or he, It wasn't a trailer park, but like a camper yeah. park where he yeah, lived. Yeah, yeah. And that neighbor said that Mr. Haney seemed depressed and had given his plants to the guy the day before. Well, I mean, for one thing, he was always giving away plants. Uh, he he was he loved plants. He loved people. He was always giving away plants. So that's really nothing. And uh, yeah, he, he may have been depressed, or you know, but uh, he he was upbeat actually, um, according to what people I know who were with him say. Uh, yeah. Before he, he died, but I but look, um, you know. That, that to me, you know, when, when, when you read an article like that, that's based upon what the sheriff's office is telling people, uh, it, it just shows me that they didn't do the kind of job that we would expect if you want to really find out what, what happened. 
So I actually called the sheriff's office, try to get more details. Um, and, and I recorded that call. Uh, let's see how it went here. Okay. So the latest thing that we have is that press release and then it's closed on our end. So if you would like, you can reach out to Ledger Dispatch and they have the full report. I actually have two specific questions to, to ask investigators. Okay. It's, it's been closed. So you can, you can look at the press releases or you can contact the ledger dispatch and look at their release that they have. Okay. Can I ask the sheriff's department why they reached out to the FBI? It's been closed. That's just what we have. And okay. also, okay. And also whether the uh, sheriff's office looked at the thumb drives and uh, what was on there before turning them over to the FBI. You can reach out to the letter, ledger dispatch and see what they have. Okay. You mean the local paper? Yeah, they have the full report. You see, I'm an, a, a separate reporter who's verifying things myself. I don't depend on other reporters. I, I go straight to the source, which is you guys, the investigators. How can I talk directly with the investigators? So the case is closed. So you can either look at the press release or you can contact ledger dispatch. Okay. Well, uh, my viewers don't appreciate the secrecy, but have a good one. Thanks. Okay, so I I just get so annoyed at the secrecy of some of these agencies. But seriously, the move that these these uh, law enforcement agencies like to pull out of times is saying, well, it's still under investigation, so we can't say anything until the investigation is closed. Well, in this case, they're saying, well, the investigation is closed, so we can't say anything. You know, and you, you're supposed to be an open book after the investigation settled. Supposed to share more, and by the way, I did look at the entire press release they they left. But for them to tell me to reach out to another media outlet, which is a tiny newspaper, to try to get intel was uh, quite strange. Um, but yeah, so so we're not getting a lot of intel from from the sheriff's office. Um, and I wanted to tell, tell the viewers and you, Art, about, I don't know if you're aware of this, Art, but something that happened, uh, right before Philip Haney's death, uh, CNN reports Customs and Border Protection now considered a security agency by FBI and secrets, uh, like FBI and Secret Service. So DHS, uh, CBP is part of DHS and they upped their security just a couple of weeks before Philip Haney died, uh, which means that if you did a Freedom of Information Act request in regards to these people, um, more, much more information would be blotted out, blacked out. So you, Freedom of Information Act request, you're not able to get as much transparency on what's really going on within the agency. I just thought that was interesting that that happened uh, right before he died and as he was talking about releasing more information about DHS. Yeah. And I, I should you know, go back to um, your inquiries with the sheriff's department, uh, the sheriff's office. They did release to that paper that you're referring to uh, a PDF with, um, I don't remember now, maybe 270 pages of documents. So there are documents there that are relevant to the case. Yeah, I actually have the photos. Uh, I went to the paper. Okay. The paper's website has a lot of photos of of what he had. Now, this is interesting. His um, this is his calendar notebook listing the day before he died and the day he died. So, the day before he died, he was at a Republican Lincoln dinner, 
in Bakersfield. Day he died, it says anxiety, uh, something, uh, oh, can't, couldn't sleep, anxiety, couldn't sleep, depression, and that says psychiatrist. Uh, it looks like he went to a psychiatrist. Um, that's interesting. That goes right along with the, with the idea that he did, he did commit suicide. Well, on the other hand, uh, if you look through a lot of those uh, documents, you can see that he was um, he, he was to have open heart surgery, and uh, he was planning on that. You can see he was planning to go. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The doctor... Um I just don't know how much you can make uh, of that. Now, 
I think if you go through all those documents that were released, uh, you can see the case that they make for for uh, self-inflicted. Um, and, uh, you know, frankly, we, we, we don't know what happened. I, what we do know is that that, that was out, out of character. You know, again, he was um, uh, a, a fearless uh, person who had gone through a lot. And, uh, you know, in, in the end, it, 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 it's, it's a mystery. But I, I, I think that even after you know looking at through all of those documents there's just there's a lot of questions that are raised and that does not mean it's it was this or that but what was clear was that um the sheriff was was not really fully you know in tune with what was going on i i heard him give uh, an interview on a local radio station where he said something that was just flat out false uh, about philip and you know he offered you know not he did i mentioned that whole thing about the you know the neighbor and being given a plant and all of that which you know to me you know to bring that up when you have so much other uh information that's more more relevant and and just the fact that you didn't talk to the people closest to him right uh, why, this- why, why, why didn't they do that? And I, and I would hope, you know, I, you know, I saw, you know, your attempt to try to get some answers was shut down, but I, I, I think it would be, uh, you know, this is a public servant and he should answer, uh, to somebody like you, uh, a simple question of, of why the, the people closest to him, the people, including the people who were with him the last week of his life were not ever interviewed. He was, according to Fox News, he was engaged to be married and he had been in talks with DHS about returning to work yeah. for them. In fact, he, yeah, if you, and, and you can go to those documents and you can see his last texts. Wow. And he was. He this was is a, his suicide note, by the way. I can't make out what it says. Yeah. Um, I wa- well, I wanted to show you guys one more uh, document here. This is something. Uh, that was photo- photographed by investigators as well. And this is, um, it, it says here, remarkable overlaps, see something, say nothing originated within agencies in the federal government. Now it has broken into the public domain. Um, a Pulse nightclub attack survivor is one uh, of the videos that has been taken down. Uh this will be part of the the secrets to see something, say nothing, which will be called National Security Meltdown. Oh, is that going to be the name of his his new book? Uh, yeah, that was his working title. It was National Security Meltdown, and and a lot of it was what happened, you know, since and a lot happened since uh, that book came out. Uh, but but one of the things he did was he followed up with the. Uh, family of the victims of the San Bernardino shooting. And, and just in short, and this is in the book, it's in the first... In the, the first book. The first, yeah, See Something, Say Nothing. It's in the opening sequence where uh, he's at the National Targeting Center in Washington, D.C., or near Washington, which is where um, this big, huge place where uh, these agents uh, have access to uh, intelligence so that when people come through a port of entry and they're are flags that are raised, they can immediately contact 
the targeting center and say, what do you have on this person? And Philip was working there for, for a time. And uh, he had developed this case, uh, which had, had eventually, you know, tied uh, 300 people to, um, to terrorism, people who were trying to enter the country or who wanted to. And um, that case, in short, that case was, was shut down. And it was that case that if it was kept alive, that is, by that, what I mean is that all of the, this, this data was being collected with a certain angle, that this is a global group that uh, poses a threat to our national security. People who are associated with it, they should be given extra scrutiny. And uh, a couple of those people who were part of that whole movement were the people who carried out the San Bernardino massacre. And Philip had been in touch with those families, and he was following up with them and providing mm-hmm. them with information that he had and and um, and helping them. And uh, he did all kinds of stuff that, that people will never know, uh, acts of kindness to, to people like that. And then there was also the, I think you mentioned the Orlando Pulse massacre. Fifty people died at that, that bar in Orlando. And that, that person also uh, had a tie to this, this movement that, that Philip was um, investigating that the State Department shut down. And why did they shut it down? So the DHS has this Office of Civil Rights. And the Office of Civil Rights said, you know, we, we, can't, uh, we, we can't take this angle because we'll violate the civil rights of foreigners that want to come to our country and uh, may do us harm. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's just an example of countless uh, uh, different scenarios that, that Philip faced. But uh, National Security Meltdown, this, uh, this second book, you know, was to expand on that. And uh, I think you can see what's happening at the border is part of that meltdown. And, uh-huh. it, and it, there's a similar you know, ideological uh, uh, reason behind it. Uh, and, and it's it's this idea that true compassion is to, in the case of the southern border, is to just let people uh, let people come across and uh, and find their way, uh, and 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 not recognizing that you know there are millions of Hispanic people in this country who are against that, who came in the right way, and who have jobs that are threatened by by people that come across. Not to mention the terrorists. We're talking about terrorism. Uh, 42 terrorists were stopped trying to enter the country. Uh, uh, I think that's since last year, or no, since Biden came into office. Yeah, well, yeah, CBP just released um, this week that it was 23 uh, people on terrorist watch lists who... Right, but they added to that. It's, order it's just this past year. 42, they, they, because since that, that, that was up to last, the end of last year, but, but they, they, they upped that number to 42. That's wow. the people who were stopped. And, of course, we know uh, many, many people uh, escape uh, Border Patrol. And so how many people, right. how, many, how many terrorists right. got into the country? That's the kind of thing that Philip was concerned about. And mm-hmm. and he was naming the names of officials who are allowing this policy to continue. You mentioned his uh, his last text message. So, yeah, so there were there were text messages. And you can read that. You can go to... I mean, you have to go to this, for some reason, this newspaper website, the Ledger News, and you download the PDF and you can see these oh. documents. And you can see what was on his phone. And uh, he, mm-hmm. was, uh, he was in contact with Ken. It's right there. Ken Cuccinelli, 
you know, he was the act, I believe he was the acting DHS director under Trump. And he, uh, you know, was Virginia governor candidate. Um, anyway, I, 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 you know, he was, he was in contact with, with Ken. Um, there was the possibility of, of a, of a job. And I think that's, that's known. And, uh, so that, that, that was an exchange that took place, I believe on, on the Thursday night before his body was found. So, you know, it might've been a good idea. I don't think Ken Cuccinelli was ever contacted, you know, Ken, yeah. you know, were you offering him a job and was he excited about coming on board and all of these things that would relate to a person's uh, state of mind before. Yeah. Death. If you're looking at uh, another job on a topic that you're passionate about, you're engaged to be married you're working on a book on a topic you're passionate about. Those are not the type of things that suicidal people are doing. Right. No. And, but, but look, I, you know, I, I want to be realistic. We, we don't know what happened. And yeah. uh, there, the, the, you can read through all of the evidence there. And, and I think it does raise a lot of questions, but um, you know, a person could come to the conclusion that, that he took his life. And uh, I, I, you know, again, to emphasize, not it, it's out of character. Uh, none of us, uh, Louis Gohmert, you can go to a, a video of him on after Philip died. He's on the House floor giving a tribute to him, a beautiful tribute mm. that is reflective of how so many people uh, see him as as an exceptional person, just a person of stellar uh, character, soft spoken. And, and, uh, you know, a self-described nerd, uh, mm-hmm. uh he, w- he was a scientist, he, you know, brilliant mind with, you know, with photographic memory, uh, mm-hmm. who was quirky and funny and, and loved everybody. Uh, but just a fierce intrepid warrior who, who did not quit. And, uh, all, those of us who love him believe that, um, his legacy, you know, should be, that and and he he suffered incredibly um hmm. and, and you could call it you know ptsd the, the kinds of things that he suffered and, and who wouldn't and, and and i you know most people wouldn't wouldn't have survived it i i believe god prepared him uh throughout his life there were so many things that 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 he suffered that prepared him to be the kind of person who would withstand hmm. like the the withering attacks of of our government against somebody who was doing the right thing for us to protect our country, according to the Constitution. And by the way, you know, if anybody says, oh, this guy was, I'm sure you can find it out there. Uh, I know you can. He was an Islamophobe. He hated Muslims. No, no. He, he loved all kinds of people. And if you knew the kind of interactions he had with Muslims, uh, people that he, he treated as, as human beings in, in the image of God, then you would think differently. But his thing was very simple. If, if you're a Muslim in this country and you believe that the U.S. Constitution is the law of the land, you're welcome. If you think that Islamic law should be the law of the land, then you have a problem with, with our founders. I mean, that's, hmm. that's uh, you, you have to agree to the rule of law as established by the Constitution or uh, you, you shouldn't be here. And, and frankly, there are all kinds of people who have come here who don't, and I mentioned care. Uh, you can look at some of my articles, amazing uh, path 
that 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 investigation took that led to the you could say it's circumstantial but it's pretty clear conclusion that that one of these top leaders who is on i don't know if he still is but for a long time he was on msnbc and cnn as the spokesman for muslims now this mm-hmm. guy who who says that we're here in this country as muslims to to take over and to establish islamic law and by the way they don't think it's going to be overnight they're they're actually are realists they they, they look at the long term the long haul and you know maybe it'll be 50 years maybe it'll be 100 years but someday this will be an islamic country that's and look at CARE's actions, and you can see that that they're doing everything that they can to undermine uh, this this nation, the Constitution, and, and of course, you know the incredible events of the last couple of years. Uh, in those short that short period of time, we've seen all kinds of uh, these different groups uh, that have a kind of common cause: Antifa, you know, uniting with with others uh, who who all have this intent of. Uh, undermining this country so that they can replace it uh, with their own vision. Yeah, I interviewed one of the care leaders once. Um, they have a big community in Minneapolis where I used to work. And I accidentally walked in their office through the front door, which is the men's door. I had to, <laughs> I messed up. I had to go through the back door because I'm a female. So that, that was interesting. But, um, that's so, the America they envision, by the way, Ivory, uh, that all the doors will be that way. Oh, man. And uh, so anyway, this note about his upcoming expose, it, it mentions several videos. There's a swimming video he mentions, um, s- uh, sex orientation, it looks like, video, um, and another video. So did, were you aware he was going to release videos? I, I wasn't aware of that. I you know I had conversations with him about what he was doing and mm-hmm. uh, what I had had said is I'd, I'd love to see what you come up with. Um, unlike this this first book, um, I, I was not involved. I was working on other things and uh, so I you know I I'd hope to be able to, to see it when he finished it and there, we, we didn't have any agreement you know that, that we would uh, publish it together as we did with the first one but um he would talk about it now and then and um it was just just mainly um the big picture i think that we're seeing unfold now uh again just the border chaos is an example of that as well as our foreign policy uh that is um that is undermining not not just uh people abroad but but people here at home now, yeah, I'm just trying to, I was trying to find that text message you mentioned. These are all the documents on Ledger uh, Dispatch uh, News website. So I, um, you know, it could be that Philip Haney had just got so much anxiety and depression from the fear of the backlash of this next expose, right? Um, that could have caused him to go into a suicidal state, perhaps. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I want Go on. What, whatever happened, um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't think it would be as, as simple as that. Uh, but, in, in, I mean, if we look at this um, really practically and say, okay, if, if the federal government was involved in killing him and then the federal government took over investigating his death, 
Would the FBI tell the truth to the public? Well, yeah. So I and I and I don't wouldn't want to make that that first statement that you made um, because we don't have evidence for that. But you're speaking in hypothetical terms, and uh, you know certainly the FBI's reputation has been tarnished. And to be clear, we're talking about the top officials, the the public officials and, and, and top officials, uh, as I, well I, as the, and on the ground officers. Yeah. I mean, but, but, to be, but I think most of them, I, I have had, I, I've, I've interacted with, um, FBI agents. Um, that was in relationship to the whole Russia hoax thing. Um, they, they came to my home and they were, they were terrific. They were stellar. And, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to speak for them, but I'm pretty sure they didn't agree with the whole narrative that mm. that I, I I was able to provide evidence was just garbage. Uh, so I I don't those guys I don't you know, I think they were doing their job. They and, and I think uh, in, in the end uh, the evidence they provided showed that it was was garbage. But no, I, I I think there are a lot of really stellar FBI agents uh, who are doing their job to serve many, many years. And I, and I, I think it's um, the politicos up at the top that are, are have just in the last five years uh, really, really tarred the, the image of the FBI. And I, I, I do, yeah, I have a lot of suspicions about this investigation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust them investigating uh, Philip's possession of these uh, documents. Uh, and uh, I, I, I think, you know, there's, there's this whole idea that's that the, the federal government, you know, looking at people who hold traditional values, if you want to call it conservative, that somehow these people are a threat. I mean, they, they, they have, they drop these, these uh, descriptions of, of people who uh, they classify as domestic terrorists. That was happening under Obama. You know, people who are pro-life and carry guns and voted for Ron Paul. Uh, you, you can look that up. You know, that th- those people, are, that's a certain profile of somebody who is a threat to our country. At the same time, when there were foreigners uh, who have clear ties to violent terrorism in our country, not only just going about their business, but this is another part of Philip's story that he revealed. I mean, every chapter has just amazing, mind-boggling stuff. It's Philip's story. But he, there was one chapter about how uh, there's this, there was this hands-off policy. Certain people who, were, um, who had derogatory information, as they call it, on them, uh, who would be stopped in one case one of them was was stopped from entering from canada to the u.s and uh so that then there was so that the agent at the border has to uh say pause wait for a minute i gotta you know get some information from the higher-ups and the higher-ups said oh no this guy's on our hands-off list you have to let him come in despite the derogatory information um that that's the kind of stuff that philip was dealing with uh a lot of political correctness getting in the way of public safety, it sounds like. Wow. Well, um, I guess this case is closed, but that's um, they took 
over two years to investigate and then closed it as a suicide. Uh, I thought it was strange that according to the sheriff's office press release, they said the FBI did DNA testing of all of the, uh, all of the sheriff's officers who investigate the case. FBI wanted to DNA test the deputies. Um, I want a D. I, I want a DNA test the FBI. <laughs> I want a DNA test the FBI. Why are they DNA testing the sheriff's deputies? Anyways, uh, it's a strange, strange case. Uh, but we honor the life of Philip Haney and the work he's done to protect uh, our public safety in, in relation to foreign terror threats. And um, it's just too bad. That he, that he lost his life like that. I reached out to Louis Gomer. I know him. I, I reached out to him as well. Haven't heard back yet. So thank you so much, Art. Yeah, my pleasure, Ivory. And, and I, I really do want to uh, leave people with just the, the truth of, of who Philip was, that, that he was an intrepid warrior for, for us uh, who, who put his, his life out there uh, literally and, I, I I think I think his story is not over. I think uh, I, I do think that he's inspired a lot of the people who are standing up today against the the ratcheted up onslaught uh, against our liberties that that we're facing. But uh, I, I I hope that uh, I hope we're able to find. Uh, I mean, this is one thing I can tell you is I I don't have a copy of that second book. I don't know mm-hmm. of anybody who does. I've asked around a lot, but I'm going to continue wow. asking and see if we can get it. And, and that would be, I think, uh, a tribute to his legacy if we could publish that. But in any case, um, people should know that um, uh, there, there are people like that who are in our government. Uh, he wouldn't have been known uh, if not for a series of, of events. I think there are other people like him, maybe not a whole lot, but there are people out there. And uh, it's people like him who inspire the rest of us to stand up when we need to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, customs and border protection, he was working on expo- exposing corruption within customs and border protection, which is an arm of DHS and customs and border protection after his death reached out to the sheriff's office and said, give us those files, give us that thumb drive with all the dirt on us so we can have it back and be- bury, bury, our, bury our dirt again. And so sad, <laughs> they didn't say that last part but they took the evidence back and that tells me we'll probably never know all of what philip haney was about to expose yeah sadly that that could be the case i i I hope not i hope with the new administration maybe we can get to the bottom of it but uh sadly that's where we are now well thank you so much art for your time and perhaps if you uncover some things you can write a book on um you know, what Philip Haney was really up to in his final days. Well, I, yeah, there, I, I definitely, I need to get it out there more. I, we've, we've written some things uh, since then. And uh, yeah, if we talk again, uh, there's a lot more that I think people would be uh, really uh, amazed uh, at to, just in this, in the, the last uh, three or four years that, that have confirmed that, that what he said was true and also uh that uh there's a lot more that um we need to to probe into so 
I'm, I'm thankful for Philip for his friendship. He he was a great friend uh, to many people. And uh, the loss is not just uh, to our country, but there, there's a personal loss that many of us feel. He was he was an extraordinary person. Well, thanks so much for helping shed light on his case. Definitely keep in touch and let me know uh, if any more developments happen. Happy to. Thank you. Thank you, Ivory. Okay, thanks. Talk to you later. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 